Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Spotlight Series. This is the show that we choose a genre every month and we go through the best and the worst and we're going to test that today uh, of, that, <laughs> of that genre. So this is the beginning of the month and we are doing martial arts movies. It's one of my favorite months ever and we, 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 we comb out there and find some real good ones. So uh, actually, Greg found this one he was online and he saw a clip from the movie and i'll just explain it like a monk is in a little rowboat little tugboat and he is fighting against three men and one guy is shooting fire out of a candle on his head yeah that sounded pretty absurd didn't it (laughs) yes uh we watched the 1985 taiwanese martial arts film drunken dragon or exciting dragon depending on where where you found it i know a lot of names change when they go to different places and stuff so it's just like a ton of jackie chan's films their names Mm -hmm. change like wherever you go if you remember the whole like operation condor that was just the name of one of them it was his armor god is kind of the real name of them but eh, you know what i mean so if you don't know anything about this movie (laughs) uh, you you probably don't this one's i don't know how it got past me but this reminds me of like the Shaw brothers. If you know anything about them, they've made some of the most iconic martial arts films. Uh, the Wu-Tang Clan, if you know anything about them, these are the films that they always talk about and they rap about in their, their songs, like the, the 18 Chambers of Shaolin. That's, that's Shaw and it's beautiful stuff. So it's very, it feels very like, you know, Broadway, like on Broadway, kind of Broadway, three streets away from Broadway. This is kind of like 10 streets away. Like it's got the same feel. Uh, the comedy is, I don't know, probably mid eighties would be awesome comedy. I laughed at some stuff, but there's a lot of weird ass jokes in this movie. This film is considered, this film is considered a part of the quote Wu-Tang collection. Yes. Uh, I could absolutely see Wu-Tang sit down, drinking, getting high and watching this movie and be like, this is the best movie ever. I get easily i could easily see those guys watching this and being happy uh but yeah you know five daily venoms that's one of my favorites and it's got the same feel people have powers people have abilities in these worlds it's not just realistic like a donnie yen film or a jackie chan film nah man people got stretchy arms and fucking flamethrowers on their head (laughs) it turns into knives when they need to Uh, it's that kind of movie so this movie it it revolves around three villains trying to uh, retrieve the seven star armor which will mad libs make them better fighters take over the world just they'll be better with it and unfortunately it is in the hands of our of our hero doggy yeah that's his name and his awesome grandma named granny <laughs> granny should have been the hero <laughs> Granny's doing work and so it is it, it follows the natural steps of a back in the day like martial arts film where the hero is very just oblivious to the incapable yeah of the villain and then the villain beats his ass and he's like i gotta get better and then it takes someone dying usually and then they find some old scroll or some type of fighting style and it's like oh no one's done this fighting style in centuries he's like i'm gonna learn it in a week (laughs) and then they figure it out and it's always something crazy that they have to get past it actually happens in this. There's something he has to 
I don't know, just get past in that fighting style, but he finally gets it. And that's what happens. And they win. And there's usually some silly person in the movie. Uh, this one's Kung Fu and silly. So everyone's got a little bit of silly in them. Uh, I will say, we'll go around real quick and see how what everybody thought about it. But yeah, Katie, what'd you think about Drunken Dragon? The first half was good and the second half was not good. <laughs> That's what I got to say about that. Greg. Well, after watching the first scene, I fully expected this to be a terrible movie. So that's the mindset I went in with. And of course it delivered, but it's one of those incredibly bad, incredibly enjoyable movies for me personally. Um, This is definitely one of those films that I would have watched in college and in I'll just say an altered state of mind and uh, would have enjoyed it all the more (laughs) at the time. So terrible plot. I don't know if watching it and no, if, if we knew what, if we knew the Taiwanese language, if it would make any more sense or be any better. And I don't know if the voiceovers are screwing up at all. Probably not that much. Um, (laughs) No, I think some no. translations they probably just changed it because I know it happens in some anime like uh, Lupin yes. the Third. That show was back in the '60s and '70s, and then when they brought it over, they were making jokes about Bill Clinton. And I'm like, uh, I mean, he wasn't around, but I, I get what you're doing. So, but I went into it wanting the nonsense. I got the nonsense, and I would thoroughly enjoy the nonsense. And on top of that, the action was actually pretty dang good. So I enjoy the nonsensical nature of it. Yeah. Uh, Katie and Greg's opinions about this movie. That's that's me. You mush them together. Uh, everything that I see online of people talking about this movie, everyone usually says that the action is absurdly good for such a shitty story. And there are multiple fights that don't even pertain our quotation mark main character. He has one good fight. All the other fights, it's other people. It's all the... Well, he has two. He has one in the middle and one at the end. Oh, the one when he's with Tiger? Oh, after strip club. The term is brothel, people? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, he was getting whipped in it. But yeah, that was a pretty good fight. But some of my favorite fights in this movie were the other people. The people that shouldn't be as good. He really wasn't the best fighter in this movie even after the upgrade oh, at absolutely the end absolutely not like his granny probably still could have won it all but he uh, was he was the worst he was the worst fighter yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> he was just the youngest one so i guess he had more energy than the other people you take more hits before he go down but th- yeah this movie this is something absurd i it's crazy that i missed this because i've seen tons of martial arts films that feel the same way like this like i said five daily venoms Motherfucker, toes my boy, and all he does is take hits from people. It's like Shaolin soccer. It's that absurd type of fighting where people got powers and stuff. I like that a lot. Um, I, you I know, like. Um, in addition to something, this would be some a movie that you would have watched in college, at least for me. It reminded me of the very bonkers films that we would see that would be playing the background without noise at karaoke night. Yes. Oh yeah, uh, at caves, absolutely. 
They showed some weird movies there. And that voyeurism anime they would show sometimes. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it it, it it was good, but not good. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, in, it's in this weird limbo state where if honestly, if you just watch the fighting parts, you'd be like, damn, that was actually pretty good. Well, what is it about, Otis? Don't worry about that. <laughs> Bad guys want this thing and people are fighting to stop them. The end. That, that's kind of it. So, I mean, when I showed people um, Ong Bak, the first one with Tony Ja, I skipped the first 30 minutes and told them he's looking for a Buddha head and he came into town. That's all you really need to know. And then he just running, like running knees a dude in the head and everybody's like, God damn. That's all you need to know. <laughs> but no, it's it's fun. I would give it a shot if you don't got nothing to do for an hour and a half. You you will be like, God damn, that was cool. It's 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 good, but not good. So uh, we'll get through the story. It's simple, y'all. It, it, like I said, it's a skeleton of so many other better <laughs> martial arts films. Like story wise, there are tons with Jet Li. That was his shit. His bread and butter back in the day was playing um, Wong Feong. Uh, the character that Jackie Chung played in uh, Drunken Master, um, there's a line of movies that Jet Li did. Was it Fist of Legend, I think? That he played the same character and every movie he had to learn some new fighting style. And that was his thing. Wong Fei-Hung is like this sweet-ass character in Chinese. Just, it, it's awesome. So uh, yeah, we'll get through the story real quick. So like I said, this story is about Doggy, his grandma, and his wife-to-be, Tiger, and their fight against the bad guys. So uh, when the movie opens, the three villains, they, they go into this um, monastery to grab the seven-star armor. Like I said, it's the coolest thing in this world. And it's weird. They're going to grab the seven-star swords. Oh, the sword. Yeah. They, they get the sword, but when they try to get the sword, they realize they need the armor to get to the sword. Got right? Yeah. But shit, that armor shoots beams out. Fuck that. I just want the armor. But uh, the only thing standing in their way, because they kill a lot of people to get there, is a man in, in a sweet-ass little rowboat. <laughs> and it, it's not a normal rowboat. It's like a little... Like cardboard, it probably wouldn't. This is really the only part of this movie that you need to bother yourself with watching. Yeah, it's like uh, a go fart canoe. Yeah, uh, old dude in the canoe. We don't know his, know his name. He's just a monk, but he is doing work on the villain of this movie. He's, he's like the top monk, uh, is what I assume. Yeah, like the master monk. Yeah, he was whipping his ass. It was awesome. And so the other two villains with the main guy, uh, one of them, like I said, he has a candle on his head, and the candle shoots out fire like a flamethrower. Okay, that's pretty cool. And the other guy has this like bladed like dumbbell that he can extend and make bigger whenever he wants. And so him and the candle guy make like a bed frame out of the blades and then they drive up to the boat guy and cut the sides of the boat open. Bust his boat open. And they cut his legs. So he can't use his boat anymore. (laughs) Or his legs. (laughs) Can't use anything anymore. I was like, what the fuck is this? So they get to the armor and they discover that the armor is now it's not in the temple anymore. They're like, well, god damn it. That's all that we wanted here. So we cut back to Doggy, his grandma, and she's like a witch doctor, kind of a normal doctor, too. Like people come to her when they have issues. And she's a traditional doctor in traditional medicine. Oh, yeah, you're right. 
Yeah. And so we meet with them and this guy gets poisoned by just some asshole in the crowd because <laughs> they want his like land. And so she does this ridiculous like poison removal ceremony ritual thing. And then like he spits out this egg and it's full of worms and then they send out roosters to eat the worms. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, now he's not poisoned anymore. Yeah. So, but that happens after Doggy meets his wife. You yes. missed you missed a plot point. Oh, I know, I know. So Doggy, he is our hapless hero and he's looking for a wife, you know. So at the the docks, I guess, or at the, the lake, all the women are coming into town and his grandma said that she has a flower on his shirt and he's run up to everybody and go figure almost every woman that coming in has a flower on his shirt. So he gets like slapped by one lady. He goes in for a hug and then the husband hugs so he's just in the, in the middle, like a little sandwich. And then he sees that his wife-to-be is an old friend from back in the day. Her name's Tiger. And she's a big girl. So, Miss you know. Tiger. So everyone's talking shit on her. So obvious, you know, big girl jokes. But the funny part about this is uh, she she don't take that shit. Uh, people make fun of her weight. And she starts swinging. And she's really She's good. a martial arts master. <laughs> uh, she starts putting paws on people when they make fun of her. Uh, in this restaurant... We see this asshole dude talking to his wife and she's pregnant. He starts beating her ass and kicks her across the room. And then he picks up the daughter and just is about and to throws her about to yeet, He does yeet her across the room. And mm-hmm. then well, I think he was, I think he, she was pregnant. And I think he was denying that he was the father of that baby. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was calling her a slut and saying that she wasn't, it wasn't his kid. And then she says, uh, but you're the one who bent me over and raped me. Yes, it's your kid. Like, so it yeah, was wild. It's a mess. But uh, the fight starts and Tiger, Tiger's like, hey, you need to take responsibility, you dickhead. Like, what are you going to do, big girl? Like, I'm going to beat your ass. And then she starts swinging on everybody. <laughs> like, it's really awesome. <laughs> and then we meet up with Granny and she's a, an amazing fighter too. And so uh, the problem from the restaurant comes back to the home and there's another fight and granny's shirt gets opened up oh no hey she's wearing some sweet ass arm and she shoots a beam out at a guy and he gets like lit the fuck up so the bad guys uh grab him and run out of the the building and oh no one of the for real bad guys of the movie is walking by and they're like i can't believe that bitch used some weird ass shirt and shot him he's like wait what what, what happened He's like, she's got some weird ass armor on. And they like hit my friend. And they're like, oh, that's where the armor is. And so fortunately, that's what's going to happen. So uh, while this is all happening, Doggy hangs out with some, I guess they're friends. <laughs> well, they were all at like dinner or something to celebrate their engagement. Yeah. And then they're like, hey, Doggy, you should come to this brothel with us because that's the thing you do. His cousins. Let's yeah. celebrate. Basically, let's go on and have a bachelor party. And then Tiger's like, nah, man, we're going to go do something else. He's like, don't tell me what to do, woman. <laughs> uh, the well, cousins, they get in his head. Yeah, the cousins pump him up real good and he talks shit on Tiger. And she's a real good lady. And so he leaves to go to the brothel. And it's funny, he's in his underwear and it's the character that plays Doggy, he's like, everybody's actually ridiculously flexible in this movie and he is constantly doing splits just doing normal stuff and so they're trying to get him in because they're trying to get him naked and have sex with some lady and he runs out in his underwear and he's like no i don't want to do this i don't want to do this he's like come on man like have fun it's a brothel and he leaves he runs home 
Before he gets home, he bumps into one of the bad guys. Hey, it's the Candle Guy. So I guess he's like the weakest of them all. Uh, and Candle Guy proceeds to beat his ass. Uh, Doggy's trying his best. But it, from what I surmise is Doggy has been fighting for a while. His granny's been teaching him things, but he's still young. I don't know what age he's supposed to be. At least 18, I suppose. But these guys seem like they're in their 30s, maybe 40s, and they've had decades of more experience on them. And they just proceed to beat his ass. And so he actually gets saved by, uh, was it Tiger? Somebody throws water on the flame. No, it's the grandma. Yeah, throws water on the guy's candle and it goes out. He yells, Granny, help me. Yeah, and he gets away. So um, Granny, she actually sends Doggy. Actually, actually, hold up. I think the person that Joe throws water on him is just some random neighbor. I don't think that was the grandma. I, I know he was screaming for his Granny. But he screams yeah. for granny, but some random lady throws water on him. He's like, What do you get? You're doing you commit an arson or something like that. And then he gets away from the distract with the distraction. Yeah, <laughs> I know she, <laughs> I know he gets away. So, granny sends doggy to get some type of training and meets up with we'll call him uncle right now. And so, uh, uncle is granny's friend and he wanted to get with her when they were younger. It's, I know I'm using words that those relationships shouldn't be together, but it's uncle in the sense of like, I've known you for a long time, or I'm going to give you some type of respect. Well, it was his grandpa's brother. Yeah. Which would be his. But he still didn't know him. But yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, like I know his in great uncle in certain cultures, like everyone's a big brother, a big sister, because, just you know. Yeah. Yeah. This is how it works. So uh, while he is there granny gets some visitors and so the bad guys they actually come up to granny and they're like hey here's all this money and she's like oh what do do you want and they're like we want you to take off your clothes and she's like oh my goodness (laughs) she's like okay that's a lot of money but you're spending it you know on some good stuff and they're like nah we just want that armor and she's like oh okay and starts fighting and it's three on one well no they fight one on one fights but she swings on everybody and then finally the main bad guy tong what was that motherfucker's name tong fu yeah tong fu is the guy's name uh they start fighting and granny's actually putting hands on the main villain of this story um there's a really cool scene where there's this grinder uh and it's um probably grinds up for herbs and stuff she is standing on it like riding back and forth fighting this guy and it's some really sweet scenes and i'd I'd love to see more behind the scenes of it with the wires and stuff it's really cool stuff but granny unfortunately uh discovers what tung fu's secret power is he makes his arms stretch not actually stretch but he has metal bands on his arms and he swings them out kind of like uh uh, in Shang-Chi, when he's got the, the rings, how they use them. And he catches Granny off guard, and she hits her head on the wall, and like blood shoots out. So Granny's head gets busted open like a cantaloupe. And she's still fighting, but at this point, she's like, oh yeah, I forgot I'm old, so my stamina is nowhere where it used to be. And they proceed to beat her ass and throw her outside, and then the Tung Fu uses the claws and kills her. And so Doggy he discovers like you know well let's head back home and then we can start our my training or stuff i just want to talk to granny real quick 
They get home. It was her birthday. It was her birthday, so he, he for, and he forgot. So they stopped training to, so he could come back and say happy birthday. I guess. Yeah. So when they get there, hey, it's Granny. That's cool. And in well, after a couple of seconds, the uncle is like talking to Granny, and he's figuring out little dumb ways to tell her that he loves her. And Granny's like, hmm, I guess. And she's trying to get them separate from each other so she can kill him. And then doggy just runs in and just drop kicks her he's like that's not my grandmother he's like what are you talking about like my grandmother doesn't smoke and it's like oh and uncle grabs part of the skin off her face and it comes off oh no it's tung fu in a a face mask (laughs) he pulled a face off and they proceed to fight so uncle this whole time tells doggy that he's a really good fighter he can teach him some of the best styles and all this stuff uh but when they start fighting uncle's like take care of it man you got this and <laughs> doggy's getting his ass beat uh he is getting some good swings on but it's it's the main bad guy and he is he's like oh i can take you little man um uncle has all these inventions and they actually use some distractions and some smoke bombs and they get away and so after some talking and stuff Doggy realized that he wants revenge for his grandmother because he discovers that they cremated her body and then threw the ashes in an urn at him and then broke it. So they were like covered in grandma's ashes. So he wants revenge. And so they start the montage like an hour and 15 minutes into the movie. So uh, (laughs) they take it home quick as fuck after this. So he uncle tells Doggy that his the fighting style that he's learning there's certain point, points on your body. There was a spot on the, what, the knees and the elbow. And he said, once you get past that threshold, because there's a, like in, instinct to like, you know, pull back because it hurts. You get past that and then you can counter in the moves. And so, uh, you know, doggy's like, ow, it hurts you. You know, he's kind of being bitch made. And they get past that by striking him with lightning. And his body is like he goes Super Saiyan, and it's like blue hue is over him. And then, Uncle- well, and they work all his um, like reflex points. Yeah. So the the grand uncle is hitting him with a giant mallet in his elbows to make his punches faster, and his knees to make his kicks faster. Yeah. So after the lightning, we see tremendous improvements in Doggy's body, and <laughs> he's like running really fast. And he's actually getting hits on his uncle. And then they meet back up with Tung Fu because they go back to the uh, to Granny's home, right? And they're cleaning it up. And Tung Fu pops out. And he proceeds to beat the shit out of the candle guy. And then uncle takes care of candle guy and blade dude. And then it's doggy versus Tung Fu. And it's pretty equal for a couple of spots. Doggy gets his second win because Tung Fu's beating the shit out of him. And Uncle actually helps him in a couple of spots. Well, he tries to help him. He has this giant musket. And he's like, yeah, hold him still. I'll shoot him. And Tung Fu's like, that's not fair, man. Fight me one-on-one. He's like, no, fuck that noise. I'm going to shoot you with this big-ass gun if I get a chance. <laughs> and they actually beat Tung Fu. They, he gets hit in the head with this jar that's on the roof. And then Doggy proceeds to beat him up. And so those reflex points, like Katie brought up, it happens. So he stops a punch with his elbow, and it, it, instinctively he cracks out a move. And, oh, I forgot to say, earlier 
when Doggy was getting his ass beat by Tung Fu, they, um, Uncle took pictures of the fight because he has this camera that looks like an owl. I don't know why. And he took pictures. So they had references of, okay, he fights like this. So I'm going to train you to do this, this, and this. And you'll be the ultimate counter to this guy. And he proceeds to beat him up. And so with, you know, six minutes left, the final fight happens and ends. This movie ends so abruptly. They defeat him. He dies. And they're like, yeah. And they jump. And it freeze frames. And then the movie ends. <laughs> it's, it's like they realize, oh, shit, we got six minutes left. <laughs> and they get to getting. So it's, it's good. I would say the best thing about this movie, the action scenes. They're great. The story, it's a mess. So, Katie, who's your favorite character in Drunken Dragon? That would be Miss Tiger, his wife. Um, she wasn't putting up with anybody's shit and their fucking fat shaming dipshit ways. She defended her husband at every turn when people were being assholes. She defended that pregnant lady when people were that dude was being a dick to, to them. Um, she was taking care of Granny when Doggy was nowhere to be found. Like Miss Tiger was the jam. And the fact that she was cut out of the last like half hour of the movie was fucking bullshit and that's why this is my least like why i didn't like the back half of this film um the two main characters that made this film interesting at all to me was the granny and miss tiger and they're gone for the last half hour and doggy sucks i was not interested in learning like seeing him progress as a martial artist i didn't give a fuck what i really wanted was him to start that fight at the end and then get his ass whooped and miss tiger come in and save the day or granny end up actually being alive and come back and save the day because that dude sucked and i was not interested in his story at all yeah uh greg well got ourselves an interesting situation here because for the first time in quite a while we have the same favorite character what's going yes. on yes uh, it's miss tiger all the way she just tiger don't take no mess yep just from the jump now you could kind of put the blame on her for some of these things going the way they did because i guess they don't start getting hassled unless she starts beating everybody down in that restaurant that one day. Yeah, but when you can fight, a lot of things are kind of trivial at that point. You're like, I got hands, so. I guess what I she, feel like. she was defending that pregnant woman and that little girl. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. Everyone, like, yeah, everyone else is just like fine to just watch this dude beat the fuck out of his pregnant baby mama. And she was not having it. And she, she, she came in, she came in 100 from, from the jump. She's not even off the boat yet. And the boat's been talking about, well, as heavy as you are, it's no wonder we didn't sink already. And she's like, oh, oh, oh yeah, that's how, that's how we doing this. And then steps on the boat strong enough to where he flies into the water. And that's how he <laughs> yeah. came in. That, that, that's, she came in that hot already. <laughs> squeezing yeah. doggy and spinning him around causing to have flashbacks of the same thing happening when they were kids apparently yeah, she's been like she, she's been like this since she was about eight years old apparently it's just like if you have any it's it's nice to see someone who 
who will not let insecurities for the most part get the best of them. And if you're going to try to make them feel bad about themselves, they're going to put these hands on you, which is, I think <laughs> something that everybody wishes they could do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just, it's not, not necessarily acceptable in actual life, but it's fun to see in a film setting. I don't necessarily hate, I wish he was in the entire film, but I don't necessarily hate Doggy or other, or necessarily hate the back half of the film because she's not in it, but she's definitely the best part. And I feel like she has, she had the most extended fighting scenes too. She fought for a very long time in that, in that, in that restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a shame. So obviously like, Tiger's awesome, but I went with Granny. I went with the other person in this movie that had a ton of fight scenes and did a lot of work. Now, going into these martial arts films, these old ones, the old people in the movie, there's a really good chance they're going to die because that's just how it works. It's like, I'm old. I taught you everything I knew, but there's one scroll I didn't teach you. It's over here. You got to learn it yourself. Bye. And they die. That's just how it works. And the young person has to take out the older, old bad guy. That's just how it works. And the young people, that's they win because they have youth on their side. Don't have skill. They're just like, I can take 500 more hits than you can, old man. And that's how I'm going to win this fight. So Granny was awesome. She trained Doggy to an extent because he was all right. Uh, but Granny, yeah, she went down because, you know, she hit her head. And, you know, I've hit my head. And I'll be like, mm, I got to sit down for a second. And somebody in your face trying to beat you up. You're like, oh, I'm about to lose. Uh, but no, it, it's a shame. I get what Katie was saying. They, I have seen martial arts films where the final fight wasn't a one-on-one, and I thought it was really interesting. In Project A, that's the one with Jackie Chan and Samo Hung and uh, Yuen Bao, it's like a three-on-one, and this dude's like a seven-foot giant scary sailor man or pirate, and they're fighting him, and he is throwing them around. They're like, oh, shit, we got to team up, and they barely beat the guys three-on-one, and I thought it was one of the coolest fights because it was different, so... I obviously I instantly thought that Tiger was going to pop up and it was going to be a two on one, and she would finally like make the opening for Doggy to do the the big move that takes the guy out. That's what I thought was going to happen, but I guess the uncle was that distraction or person that was there for the fight. It'd been cool if Tiger took on the flamethrower guy or the blade dude, and then Uncle takes on the other one, and so it's three on three. That's what I thought, but the other two just were there. But yeah, there were things they, they could have had, but I, I don't know what the budget of this movie was. Probably fucking five sandwiches. So they're like, nah, we don't got time to make another fight scene or add stuff in. So <laughs> doggy, you're by yourself in this fight. So uh Katie, who was your least favorite character? Oh, um there was a lot, but I didn't like doggy like it all his character was uninteresting to me he was whiny from the jump um just like i don't know there's a lot of like tropes in films where there's always like for lack of a better word a man child who like doesn't know how to survive without a woman taking care of him and just like in drunken master his 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 stepmom was saving him all the time with Jackie yeah, Chan. Yeah, and, and Doggy definitely was that. Like, Grandma was saving his ass, and Miss Tiger was saving his ass, and then Granny was saving his ass again. 
And I just wasn't interested in him getting better. There wasn't enough connection at the beginning for me to give a fuck about his like quote hero's journey. Um, it would have been better had it been one of the ladies. The like movie, I would have liked it a lot more. The movie didn't have enough time for him. That's yeah. why it was like, oh, we got these sweet ass scenes with them. Oh shit, we got 30 minutes left. Uh dog, yeah. here, here's some emotion, bro. Yeah, we gotta get and, you if, going. and if we're gonna count minor characters, I gotta say the twins because they were just dicks. Oh, that led them to the broth. Uh, yeah, they were crap. They were dicks. They <laughs> were just shit shit talkers. Like, fuck those guys. Um Greg. Well, at first I didn't know, I wasn't sure if I had one, but if we're going by least favorite, technically the term is least favorite. I don't necessarily dislike Doggy, but compared to literally almost everybody else as far as fighting skill and personality, he's definitely a least favorite. Don't dislike him, but he just is not as entertaining and they do the least with him. Although I really did enjoy the most bizarre montage and, and final fight with him. But it took you into literally the last 10 minutes. And at this point, I'm running late for our meeting to get on here and doing other things to get ready for work tomorrow, <laughs> the next day. So that also didn't help. <laughs> yeah, it just... Didn't do much with them. The 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 most entertaining and riveting and most skilled portions of this film were Tiger, Grandma, and in the villains. Even even the disciple in the restaurant who kept coming back and who's the one in the, who's the one that actually discovered they had the arm in the first place did way more than he did. Yeah. He does not make the film whatsoever. No, not at all. He also has this moment of of this like. You said man child. He got extra man child when he decides he wants to start blaming everything and all his issues and his weakness on his grandma and Tiger. <laughs> and then after all of that fit, Tiger, carry me to bed. To which she literally picks him up and carries him to bed. Yeah. So <laughs> man child was absolutely, absolutely the perfect term to to attribute to him. Um Minor characters that I would also have to say is, is those twins. Yeah, more so than anything, it was just they were just very annoying to listen to. The yeah. whole simultaneous speak and it's a voiceover. It did not <laughs> enjoy hearing that at whatsoever. Yeah, that was horrible. Um, yeah, Greg hit it right on the head. This movie needed. 20 more minutes of just stuff with doggy maybe another fight scene somewhere in there and then you could build up the montage was way too late and the final fight was seriously the last six minutes of the movie it, well there needed to be like we needed to see some sort of training sequence of granny teaching him yeah. like at least him starting off to be great because it was like oh here take I want you to be in control of the armor. Like it's your job to protect the armor now. And he didn't understand what the fuck like was special about this armor. He didn't give a fuck. He was like, fuck this armor. And there was none of that. Like there should have been this like passing of the torch of the armor wearers, but they just missed that completely. And we're like, fuck yeah. it. Like I keep going back to drunken master because doggy and Wong Feung act a lot 
the same. Like the whole movie, his dad is like, hey, don't use that drunken style because you're like a teenager. Stop drinking. So it, then finally he gets kicked out of the house and he's like, oh, I hate my dad. And all these emotional things that they added to it. And Jackie Chan has at least four fight scenes in his movies before the final 30 minute fight that he does. So this needed like one more good fight scene and a little bit of talking for Doggy. And he wouldn't There's be. also very little to no indication that she actually trained him. They kind of mention it in passing when he's half throwing his fit and they're having yeah. an argument. Yeah, they needed they needed a little bit more for Doggy. But yeah, he's my least favorite character because everybody else was way better than him. And honestly, I still think if Granny didn't hit her head, she could have ended this movie. So <laughs> well, absolutely. She she cracked her head open. So Miss Tiger. I will say I did we didn't talk about it in the full synopsis, but there's a scene when Doggy goes to the brothel, he's drug off to the brothel, and Miss Tiger's like, God damn it, no, I didn't want him to leave. Like I wanted to spend time with him. And Granny was like, Girl, it's okay. We're gonna go do something equally as fun. It'll be great. Let's go to the opera. And they fucking yeah. go to the opera and the bad guy shows up with these fucking voodoo dolls and he like <laughs> voodoo doll the main actor and makes the main actor fucking fight granny. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. So good. She was singing and Granny stuff. is whooping was, his ass. Yeah, it, it's awesome, man. This movie's good. Like I said, the supporting characters, fucking amazing. So uh, let's do seven word synopsis. So I only had one. And it's uh, the women characters in this movie. No. Women characters in this movie were amazing. Put the in there. So, yeah, all, all the ladies were fucking great. So, Katie. Wasted opportunity for female to be hero. Yeah. Or at least help them out with the fight. Like, like hell, with Goku and Piccolo when they were fighting fucking Raditz. It was two on one. And well, the fight was still good. Just- see... Yeah, yes. I I would have liked this movie a lot more had one of the females showed up at the end to help him. Yeah. But I would have loved this movie had he not ever been the quote hero. <laughs> like the girls were leading this movie. Yeah. They were leading the fighting in this movie. They were whooping ass. Why not just have them finish it out? Like you already spent 45 minutes developing the insane martial arts abilities of these women and showing us how fucking cool they could be. Why switch it to the dude now? Like just leave it on them and have like, you know, don't give it to doggy. Don't don't let doggy take over the armor. Give it to Miss Tiger because Miss Tiger could clearly hold her own and doggy ain't shit. Like, come on, granny. You know, I don't typically, know. Typically, when you have a vengeance plot where you killed my brother, or you killed my father, or something like that, it typically happens way earlier in the film. Yeah. And going into this film, I knew the grandma was going to get killed. So I kept waiting for it and thinking, you're taking a long time to, you know, kick off this, this path of vengeance and destruction plot. Yeah. It took forever. All right, Greg, you got seven words? <laughs> Doing mouthwash. <laughs> okay. Ah. ah, God. Okay. Martial arts meets Inspector Gadget meets drugs. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. 
Absolutely. That's some Inspector Gadget shit. shit. Yeah. Between, from the very beginning, the way they, yeah, yeah, you got one man fighting the canoe. You got a tag team who made themselves into basically a, a, a poor man's like human go kart. I don't even know what yeah, you call it. Yeah, like a bladed go kart. <laughs> Without any actual pieces except for them themselves as, as parts. Um, <laughs> and then you have Grand Uncle with all his contraptions throughout those last 20 minutes including his owl camera which i did not realize until you mentioned was him taking photographs of how he fights yeah so yeah, yeah when when he was he yeah. took so many pictures was like oh he's taking pics so later they can look at him and figure out how he fights yeah so I, like, I thought oh, he was taking like a like recording a movie it almost seems like he was recording film but then it made I sense later when they... flash, i thought he was just trying to flash a light in his face to distract him I'm like this that's why <laughs> He was almost my least favorite character. So I'm like, this guy's doing nothing. Help him. <laughs> yeah, same. He was almost my least favorite too. Like, you're supposed to be the master. Do some fighting. You're doing nothing right now. Yeah, because after he got enough pictures, he's like, we got to go. He's like, no, but revenge. He's like, no, no, no. We got to go. <laughs> he's actually low-key brilliant. So that's pretty great. Yeah. I... <laughs> and then, <laughs> which, which reminds me of probably the most hilarious scene for me is when you know, they have that thing that I'm not sure is actually true where you say, you know, you let your babies listen to Mozart when they sleep and they'll, you know, become smarter. So I guess they're doing, he's doing some sort of like therapeutic technique to where doggy's sleeping and he's got headphones on and he's using some sort of makeshift mic to, I guess, speak into his mind the principles of martial arts to make him a better fighter when he's oh, conscious. Yeah. And he's like half <laughs> reading the Kama Sutra. <laughs> <laughs> he accidentally i guess i guess he had two books open and he goes from fighting to to <laughs> to karma sutra and, and sexual activity <laughs> like wait a minute hold up that don't sound right hold up yeah I'll forget everything i told you he's like Sam. <laughs> don't use that don't use that oh your shorts are moving oh no it's too late <laughs> i had to backtrack on that i was like wait a minute where did this I remember hearing his key words that just kind of stuck out. I'm like, wait a minute. That was, I was looking away for a sec. Wait a minute. That didn't sound right. So I had to go back on that to see exactly what happened. Yeah. yeah. Oh, when, man. when he said semen, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So like I said before, this film came out in 1985. Uh, I don't know if there's an actual date. Just Let's just say 1985. That sounds about right. Uh, but I could not find any type of budget or box office. This is one of those, like um, the Shaw brothers. I mean, they had budgets and stuff, but they were able to work out their money and they used a lot of props and stuff over and probably outfits. Guaranteed some of these things in this movie find their way into another movie. Mm-hmm. And that's just how it works. Those Some of those production companies, they're like, okay, we, how got, it should be. we got this, this, and this. It's like, cool. Can we use those like stretchy metal hands? Like we got some idea we want to use. I'm like, cool. Uh, one movie, uh, Master of the Flying Guillotine, uh, another favorite of mine. It's just a bird cage and it's got blades on it and some dudes just throwing it at people. And it's absurd and guaranteed that Flying Guillotine pops up in another movie. Guaranteed. <laughs> so that's I, good. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Yeah. So I couldn't find anything just money wise for it, but. I don't know. The fact that everybody talks about it, either it's cult classic or it did pretty good, but uh, it it did its job. And 
it probably inspired a new group of people to want to make martial arts films and stuff like that guaranteed some of our favorites probably watch this movie like dang that was wild that's awesome oh i can do that oh i can do that scene um that's just how it works jackie chan guaranteed looked at this movie and was like oh shit i like that well, jackie chan was already making films at this yeah, point but when he's watching somebody do something like the granny when she was like standing on a thing sliding around he's like oh, oh, yeah. oh i can do that without wires i can do that <laughs> guaranteed he watched other movies like oh you did that with wires shit i can do that without wires so and then he you know breaks his leg and he's five months later i did it <laughs> one five I know second a, scene I know, I know it's a completely different country but it's kind of wild to me that this comes out something as abstract as this comes out a year after say the karate kid here in the states yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't it doesn't seem like from the same time period whatsoever yeah it's like the cameras it looks so just old it looks like it's super duper old and I get it because everything looks like it's centuries ago, but yeah, other countries, they, they catch up or they, they kind of go slow with their filming and how things look like if you look at movies now in Korea, like horror movies, Korea is fucking doing it and they look beautiful. Mm -hmm. And sometimes those movies look better than our movies. Absolutely. And it's awesome. They do a lot of practical things. I know some directors are like, oh, we do practical stuff. But check out Train to Busan and look at, uh, hell, I don't know. I'm trying to go zombie film, an American zombie film that's recent. Just look at both of those and tell me which World one. World War Z, maybe? Yeah, and tell me which one looks better. So, um, Still want to do a zombie month. I'm saying, man. We got to do a zombie <laughs> month. So I don't have anything else for this movie. Does anybody have anything to say about Drunken Dragon? Um, not specifically the film, but this movie, the fact that I came across this movie is a testament to the fact that Twitter cannot, can sometimes be of good use. Yes. <laughs> Usually a, a cesspool, but there are people out there that share old things. I'm like, damn, that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Anything, Katie? Um... Watch this movie, but like when Granny dies, you could just turn it off. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, like you don't need to watch the last I'm, the last thirty minutes. I mean, you ain't a hundred percent wrong. <laughs> but no, I mean, at least at least mute it, keep it on the background for the fight scenes. That's like yeah. that's awesome. there's at least one more good fight scene. But yeah, I, I, I get you. I guess I get you. So. Uh, if you have any other cool fun facts about martial arts films or anything like that, or why you shouldn't get struck by lightning to be a better fighter, you can tweet us at Allentown Pod. We have an email. It is Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at Allentown Presents, and the Flash would disagree with you. <laughs> he was messing with chemicals and then got and then the guy hit with lightning. So still ain't good at fighting. He whooped people's asses, don't he? Yeah, he do. There you go. There you go. So sometimes lightning works. Okay. Yeah, in the comics, he kicks ass. In the show, he really don't. Sometimes lightning works. Every episode, he's like, I'm the fastest fat ever. And then he meets people habitually every season that are faster than him. Well, maybe he just should stop saying that shit. <laughs> but he Keep their names out, their, out his motherfucking mouth. <laughs> he just slaps somebody. They go back in time. Uh, but no. So we're going to keep going. Um, I'm curious. So there's a couple of people. Uh, martial arts films that are sending around some folks uh you know we love donnie yen that's one yep. of our favorites here 
Um, I know uh, last year we watched, uh, what was the name of Enter the Fat Dragon? Such a good movie. And so there's a couple more. Yeah. There's a couple more that Danny has done recently. There's one where he's like a teacher. Mm -hmm. I cannot wait. Whipping ass at the school. I'm so excited to watch that movie. There's some recent. Does he whip students? Uh, The bad kids. But he he doesn't like. Really? Yeah, he doesn't punch them directly. He like makes, you know, he bounces a ball and hits them in the head and stuff. He's trying to teach them the right way. So. Uh, I can't. I think it's called Big Brother. It's just called Big Brother. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, but it's Donnie Yen, but it's like him like doing a Superman punch on the cover, I think. But uh, I think Donnie Yen's done at least one movie we're gonna watch, and then I know Michelle Yeoh. There's a newer film that's out, and yes. and then Young Michelle Yeoh. There's one. Everything, everywhere, all at once. That's one I like. So uh, for sure, that's probably gonna be a Jackie Chan film in this list. Uh, so yeah, keep with us. There's gonna be some good ones. So. This is probably, I don't know if this will be the oldest one that we watched this month. 1985? No, it won't be the oldest. Yeah, uh, but there's some super duper old ones that I love. So uh, stick with us. So we'll have a couple more martial arts films. Okay, bye guys. Bye. Great. Yeah. Uh, uh, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you whispered and he looked around? Yeah, he looked back like somebody was sneaking up on him. He's like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs>